back in my day, gas was a dollar twenty a gallon. You didn't talk back to your parents. You did your chores, and you shut your trap during the major <laughs> motion picture heat by Michael Mann, starring Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. The, the film directed by the auteur Michael Mann. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, you get it. That's what's wrong with this country. Not enough people are respecting the film yeah. heat. When I walk in to a supermarket, I don't hear no one talking about Michael Mann, and that is a crime. That is a crime. You know what you hear? You hear TikTok, tick TikTok songs on the radio. Yeah, and <laughs> and other I don't know other stuff happening. Yeah. TikTok songs on the radio. You got you got the the grocery man with his AirPods in. Yeah, <laughs> making TikToks in the in the apple aisle. They don't have aisles yeah. for apples. I feel like in the produce aisle. I feel like if you designed the matrix, <laughs> like the key insight as to like how you know you're in the matrix is if like you constantly overhear just random people on the street talking about Michael Mann. It's like, it's like seeing the black cat twice. It's crazy. It's crazy that he did heat and last of the Mohicans. That's crazy. And Ali. Those are two great movies. Three great movies. And, um, thief. Have mm -hmm. you seen thief yet? That movie is amazing. I'm falling down on the job. On uh, heat. the insider. I mean, on the on thief, the insider. Amazing. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen the insider. Um, you know, I need to give Black Hat another chance. Oh, this Collateral. Is, hi, thank you for tuning into the Listing Michael Mann Films yeah. podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Where we just list yeah. films that Michael Mann has done. Yep. Things he's been involved with. Yeah, it, it's repetitive, but insightful. Eagle Eye? Uh, Not Eagle Eye. <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Which one was the one that he did that was... That was... Was that Black Hat? Yeah, Black Hat. Okay. The most recent one, yeah. I got you. I thought... It was, yeah, it was Black Hat. I've been seeing a lot of people on like Twitter. Collateral? And, I just said collateral. You oh, missed crap. it. Sorry. Yeah, you missed it, man. My bad. Oh, um, Manhunter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Manhunter. Which is really weird to watch if you saw Red Dragon, Red Dragon first because yeah. it's the same exact movie. I think that one day we should just do, you know. A whole entire podcast on heat. Yes. And, you know, really dive th three people would listen to it. Yeah. Me, you, and one other random person out there. But at least we could have gotten it out of our system, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. We need to get it out of our, we just need to, you know? Yeah. We just got to get all that information out so that it can just yeah. be out into the world and then we can forget about it, you know? Yeah. We should we should have just started a podcast where it's like every episode is we're analyzing like one frame yeah for like one scene from heat. Who am I kidding though? We're never gonna get heat out of our heads. No, we're heat heads. We're never we're never gonna escape it. No, heat heads. That's a good podcast name. All right, for any of you listening that want to create a heat heads oh, heat center it. podcast. We we oh we missed it, man. Heat is it too late? <laughs> I think it's I think it's too late. After you put this out, so that's yeah. scooped up instantly. Oh man, somebody's buying that domain right now. Darn it. Oh, well. We ruined it. Um, well, I don't know how usable anything we said before this is going to be, but... I'm sure you'll figure it out we'll in the editing process. That's what the editing process is for. Yeah. All right. So, it's officially 2022. But, yep. I wrote it on a piece of paper today. Yeah, you wrote it. It's official. For the first time I went 2021. 22. There yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah, the year for the the horrible year for people with stutters. <laughs> twenty twenty two. But uh, we got a whole year of movies under our belt, so we are going to together figure out what the top five movies were from last year that oh, we've wow. seen. That Obviously, we've seen. we can't throw in movies we haven't seen. Exactly. Um, and and let me just say, twenty twenty one was a very healthy year. Yeah. For movies, even post-covid and like well, i mean we hope it's gonna be well, post-covid soon it feels like 2021 was just like it just keeps coming right? yeah but i mean even with all that stuff going on super healthy mm -hmm. year for a lot of great movies came out well yeah after 2020 where there was like no movies in theaters so like yeah. all the movies you had to watch were either straight the streaming or you mm -hmm. know so many movies i had looking forward i was looking forward to that year got pushed yeah and so it was it was it was nice to be able to watch movies in the theater again, um, yeah. and 
just like finally catch up on movies that were delayed a year like james bond and stuff no time to die man yeah which i think you're gonna try and sneak up in our top five i'll think about i'm yeah. thinking about it so here's what we're gonna do evan and i you know individually have movies that we would put in our top five mm -hmm. but what we're gonna do is we're gonna come up with a list together yeah. and we're gonna we're going to just throw some movies out there and decide come to an agreement that that movie belongs in the top five. And then yeah. once we have five, we will then decide a ranking. Yeah. You know, because when you want to know the official top five, you come to the professional right, right. appreciators. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, hit yeah, the yeah, mic yeah, with yeah, my yeah, chin yeah, yeah. like an unprofessional <laughs> appreciator. You got to always know where the mic is. Baby. You got to always know where the mic is. <laughs> Rule number one. Yeah. When I get excited, I just jet that chin out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So do we want to attack this maybe by like... <laughs> do we want to do we want to attack this by genre i mean i don't think so i mean like if it's whatever we the five movies we liked the best and all right you know maybe when we get into the weeds and like when it comes between us like one coming in one coming out we might use that as a guide like oh we have too many yeah you know um i feel like this was actually kind of a good year for the superhero movie i you know what i disagree you do I, I felt like Suicide Squad mm -hmm. was really good. I really like Suicide Squad. I loved Suicide Squad. We got the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy because that feels like so long ago. But yeah. That was this year. We got the Snyder Cut and we got Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. That's three. No, really... Did you finally watch Spider-Man? No. <laughs> no. But we did get it. Yeah. It's in our grasp. Yeah, I mean, what I mean by I don't think it was a good year is, for me personally, mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel the excess of it. Mm. It's not that, like, I'm overwatching them. I just, sure. like, I'm at the point where I'm like, there's that many this year? Right. Like, I just... Yeah. And maybe it was because Marvel ended up releasing all theirs, like, like back to back to back at the sure. end of the year. So, like, you had... Shang-Chi and Eternals and Spider-Man like all crammed into the last couple months. Yeah. And it was just like Yeah, Marvel, yeah, they, they released a lot of their a lot of movies this year. But, uh, but yeah, I, don't I, mean, know. I was, think there were some really strong ones in there. I, I really liked Suicide Squad. I also really like Suicide I Squad. I kinda went into Suicide Squad not wanting to like it for some reason. And mm -hmm. I loved I ended up really loving it. Really, yeah. really having fun with it. It's it was one of the funniest movies, I think. Yeah. This year really made me laugh. Yeah, I agree. Really I really liked this, the Suicide Squad. Ah, da, 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 da. The, the gotta Suicide Squad. Got to be squad. careful. Um, I'm I'm just a big fan of James Gunn. Um, yeah. He, even when he makes like really irreverent movies, like mm -hmm. like the Suicide Squad was, he still finds a way to like in, imbue it with like a lot of heart and like themes of family and like chosen family and stuff yeah. like that it's his i like his characters are always like these wayward children you know yeah. people without a a home people without a a group yeah um and he's just so creative and he's not afraid to just like break the rules mm -hmm. and just do something really gutsy definitely yeah i really enjoyed that movie and it just felt like a really fresh take on those characters i mean not that they've been like beaten to death or anything yeah. like that's a lot of time. That's the first time we've seen a, those, a lot of those characters on screen, but, um, it just felt like a really new kind of take on a superhero movie. And I just like darker comedy too. So it just kind of hit yeah. me in the right spot. But, uh, I, um, yeah, I like suicide squad. I mean, no time to die. I really, really liked. Yeah. I think we can both agree that power of the dog is going to be in the top five. Here's how about this? I here's the ones I think are going to for both of us. We'd put in there. I think okay. we, we would both put Dune in there. Go ahead and knock it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Dune is definitely on the list. It's going to be Dune. Number two, Dune. Number three, Dune. Dune, <laughs> Dune, Dune. Anna, Anna was asking me. I told her what the podcast was going to be. Yeah. And she was like, OK, well, what are your top ten? And I was going through and she was just like, oh, that movie. <laughs> She was like, Dune was so boring. <laughs> Which. She said that. I don't, I don't know if Anna's going to listen to this. Probably not. <laughs> but I was sitting next to her during Dune. 
she'll claim otherwise. She was invested. Yeah. How could you not be? The the uh, the um, the chapter scene when they're going to pick up those um, kind of like lost yeah, yeah, workers yeah. who are stuck when yeah. the same were coming. Like she she was like leaning forward like Edge what's going to happen? She was yeah. asking me questions the whole movie like so I think mm. I think uh, I think she's lying. Scared to love it. You know, just yeah. scared to love it. Yeah. No, and but I think yeah, Dune is definitely going to be on the list yeah um i, I think, think power of the dog we both put power of the dog will definitely be there um what else we both I, I i would be okay with the suicide squad i would be too i think i would be too but okay i'm gonna put my cards on the table go ahead i mean i'm, I'm gonna tell you what my top five would there's be. really no point in us keeping this from our each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this you little cards no i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you <laughs> I'm not gonna tell I you. I mean, the the point is that you are going to tell me. Yeah. So why don't you just get on with it? Uh, no, you gotta guess, man. Okay, <laughs> okay. here's here's my here's what. Oh man, oh, dude, oh, malignant. Oh. I knew you were gonna come oh, back with I that. I loved malignant. I knew you were gonna come back with that. Okay. Um. So I would personally put pig in my top five, but you haven't seen it yet, dude. Or did you watch I, it? I haven't. I was like, I was like, I have to watch this Dude. before tonight. And I was determined to do it. And I didn't get it done by, uh, by the time that we're filming Dude, this. I would put pig in my top five, man. I, I know, oh. I know I'm going to like it. Dude, the last duel. We both have that. In our yeah, top yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, and I feel like that movie is just not getting enough love, man. I Dude, feel like it, it's it not just, getting enough it love. Just, it petered off in the box office, and I think it was just so poorly marketed. Like, no one knew that it was coming out. I just feel like it's not <clears> getting near the love that it should be getting. This is the first time that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote a script together since Goodwill Hunting. Yep. It's Ridley Scott doing a medieval period piece, which he he's always really, kills. He's really just doing his thing, you know? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> he's just doing his Ridley thing. Ridley Scott is 90 years old. And he's just making the most like 90 years. Like he's not nine. I mean, he's close, but he's not nine. <laughs> he's not 90. He's just 87. You know, I don't know how old he is. He's pretty thinking, old. I was thinking about this the other day. Both Scorsese and Ridley Scott are getting up there in age. Yeah. You know, what are we going to do whenever these two guys like. Cinema's going to end. <laughs> well, because Quentin Tarantino keeps threatening to be done too. Yeah. After his next film. Like, well, who mean, are the ones that are going to pick up the gauntlet, you there's know? There's so many great filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young I, film, filmmakers. I yeah. completely agree. I'm not arguing that there aren't good filmmakers coming yeah. up. But those guys are just like legend. Like, it's just like total yeah. legends, man. It's well, going to be so okay. sad whenever they decide to just like... Not to get too off topic, but like Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. What I love about him is he has such an eclectic filmography like yeah like yeah you could probably argue a lot of his come down to either like sci-fi or like historical epic Mm -hmm. but if you think about it he's made so many different types of movies so like yeah he got started in the sci-fi game with alien and blade runner but he's also made the historical epics he Mm -hmm. made uh um thelma and louise yeah Mm, did he do matchstick men which is kind of Ooh. like a, uh, I heard that the other day and I was like, oh shoot, I didn't even realize that he had done that movie. I think I heard Ben Affleck talking about it because he was oh, in it. I can't remember. He's made so many different types of movies, but he like. He really has. He's done a lot of different stuff. He's made that. He's made like just straight up like crime movies like American Gangster, Body yeah. of Lies, um, The Counselor, like kind of these crime thrillers. What an, what an. But then he makes these like historical epics like The Duelist, Kingdom of Heaven, Time out. Robin Hood. He he made the sequel to Silence of the Lambs, Time just out. straight up Hannibal. Yeah. Did we miss something on The Counselor? Well, here's the thing about The Counselor. It I, was <laughs> it was really awkward watching a movie where Cameron Diaz pretty much has sex with Ryan's on top of a car, a car yeah. next to your dad. Yeah. That was that was fun. That would have been str- How old yeah, were we like, strange. Like sixteen? No, we were in college or something, yeah. right? But, Still, like, uh, you know, there's never an age where that feels correct. It, look, if if you were to ask me, Andrew, what is the scenario in which you would watch Cameron Diaz provocatively touch herself on top of a car? 
one, there's no good answer to that. Time out. But the Time, full but, stop on who's but, at, who's asking that specific of a question. I'm just saying, if someone <laughs> were to ask me, no one's gonna ask you that. If someone were, the answer would not be next to Todd Shaw. Yeah. Well, I yeah. <laughs> I I would rather not watch. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I would not want to watch it in any scenario. But if I had to pick one, it'd be if like you p- if you're picking any person. <laughs> Yeah, is there not, anyone that you're no like, one. oh yeah, I'd sign up to watch that next to that person? Yeah, I mean, there's some people that I'd be watch the weirdest thing. Ever. <laughs> I'd be more likely to watch it next it's to. True. I mean, <laughs> the, between the two of us, we've seen some really weird things on yeah, the screen yeah, 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 next yeah. to each other. That's Remember true. Observe and Report when we were like ten years old? Uh, how could I forget? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Back to back to what we were okay, talking yeah. about. Uh, so what? Completely forgot where we oh. were. Okay, we're just coming up with our what yeah, yeah, the yeah. five would be. So I think this might be easier than we thought because I think we'd both put Dune, The Last Duel, Green Knight, Power. You would put the Green Knight. I know I would. I don't know if you would. I I think I would. I think it was probably I of, I think of all the movies I saw this year, it was probably one of the most challenging. Mm-hmm. And I think some people would say like, well, I don't want to be challenged by a movie. I want to be entertained and enjoy it. Blah blah blah. But I think it was probably one of the most artistic, yeah, uh, visually interesting, like um, just all around kind of like it didn't assume that the audience wasn't going to go with it. Mm-hmm. It just respected you as an audience member and was like, hop on board. Let's go on the ride. We're telling this story in like a really artistic visual yeah. way. And I just felt like after my first viewing i wasn't like immediately hooked but the more i thought about it talked about it that video that you released really kind of helped me dig a little deeper into it yeah and i really really ended up appreciating it and enjoying it so i i would put that on the top five yeah dude someone gave me some flack on that video recently oh yeah what was it you sent it, it was to uh, me, and you know what this person might be right but someone commented basically like i can't believe this dude wrote a whole script, did the narration, mm-hmm. edited it, reviewed it, and published it, and still pronounced the guy's name wrong like a hundred times. The main character, Gawain. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's my quick defense. How do you how do you if what's you, the correct way and incorrect what were the what was the way you were saying? He, I said Gawain. Yeah. He, I think, was arguing for Gawain. Oh. Or something like that that is kind of a savage uh it's pronounced multiple ways in the movie yeah the official a24 um breakdown of like introducing the green knight their narrator says gawain if you google how to pronounce g-a-y-a-i-n on google and you do the speech says gawain but that's an american version okay you go to any forum there's going to be people arguing for three different ways and i was just like you know what i'm gonna go gawain I'm not the guy that you need to convince yeah. on. This. <laughs> I'm just Evan. I'm not it's the guy. Wait, no, I don't care. I was like, who cares? I got to pick one. I'm just going to go with it. But it wasn't yeah. an uninformed decision. Yeah. Um, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So what are what are our solids? Dune. I'm going to say the last uh, Dune. The last Dune. The last duel. <laughs> Dude, the last Dune. The last Dune. Uh, the last duel. Mm-hmm. Dune. Um, Did you already forget it? <laughs> the last duel, Dune. Uh, I know we had. Uh, oh, Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. And then I think the rest are kind of up in the air. Okay. We me, need to come up with two more. Let's write down our, our solids. Let's go. Dune, the last duel, Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I would go for. Green Knight as well. Yes. But I don't know if you're 100% on board with that. Um, now, I would put Pig in there, but since you haven't seen it, I don't know if we can make it our cumulative top five. Yeah. So, but really just for the, the record, but I would put Pig in the top five. Also, though, there are some movies we haven't had a chance to see. That Like, like yeah. Licorice Pizza. I was thinking of mentioning all the ones we haven't seen. Like... There's I haven't some, seen Spielberg's West Side Story. There's some stuff that, you know, yeah. we've we've not had a chance to see. And it's just really due to, like, because of COVID, like, 
like they haven't made it like not all of them have made it to us really yeah like the french dispatch like licorice i did pizza. watch the french dispatch i would not put it in my top five not to say it's a i'm just movie. saying some of that stuff has not made yeah. it to like our shores yeah but uh yeah now, i i think um i kind of have did you see tick tick boom i haven't seen tick tick boom yet i th- this is insane for me Mm-hmm. because I would not dream if you would have told me at the beginning of 2021, one of the fa- your favorite movies that came out this year will be a musical. I would yeah, not. That's true. You... I would never, I would have been like, you are full of crap. There's yeah. no way that it will be a musical because I'm not a musical kind of mm-hmm. guy. I don't like it. I like to say I don't like musicals. I like movies about music. Oh, wow. So, (laughs) (laughs) you could. (laughs) I didn't even mean to be that sassy. Yeah, that was so, that was on another level. You you went, oh, wow. I need that as a sound bite. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Well. You're fancy. You just put me right back in my place. No, uh, but I wouldn't have thought it would have been a musical. And they, it was just done really really well the music was fantastic <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up i'm just gonna use that as a soundbite and just like a, just press oh a wow <laughs> it's not i don't like musicals, musicals. i like movies about, about music, music okay, you know? okay. it's like i'm like such like a big music <laughs> fan you know like i don't need the musical distraction i want them to dive deep into the art of making music you know what if it's what if it's a musical about a movie about music? <laughs> you know? Like yeah. they're like they're singing about like how to write a song or like <laughs> like the pentatonic scale. I can't I can't get over how just <laughs> Oh wow. God I don't know, it sounded like one of those like it sounded like one of those things. That sometimes people say to make themselves like sound like so much better than everybody else. I mean, if the shoe fits, I guess. <laughs> oh, <man>. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you know, I don't like history. I've, I just, I've I just securely, like about history. I've securely been put back into my place. Yeah, no, I, no uh, it's fair. It's fair. I no, but I, I really liked it. It was one of my favorites, probably that came out this year, and I, I thought it. about it for days after it came out. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of a movie that I thought about for days afterward, Mm -hmm. do you think Matrix Resurrections deserves a spot in the top five? Here's my argument. Okay. Okay. I, out of all the movies I've seen this year, I've probably spent the most time thinking about Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. Now, a lot of that is just because it was a movie... I had to watch again to really like. So it's not that like I instantly loved it, but it's a movie that had so much going on in it, had so many layers. Yeah. Um, there's so much heart. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of head stuff. There's a lot of really interesting visual things Lana Wachowski was trying that I was just constantly thinking about. And it's like, how can I not try and put a movie I've put that much thought into into right. the top five? I don't know how do you feel. Oh, I would say that I don't think I would put it in the top five. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think I would. I, I it's close. It, it is really close. And it, I would, I would put it, I mean, it's one of the movies I enjoyed watching mm-hmm. the most this year. Yeah. But out of everything I saw, I just don't think I would put That's it in fair. the top five. I okay. don't think I would. And it is close. It's close. Yeah. But I just, okay. I don't know. I just don't think I would. It just wasn't quite there for me, like, I think, to put it into the top five. Okay. And well, would you. Not to say I didn't really like it. Would That's, you be willing to put Malignant in the top five? Because I think I'd be willing to. It you, was probably the most entertaining. You're movie kind I've of seen a freak year. about Malignant. Dude, Malignant. I was cackling so hard that whole movie. <laughs> I was so entertained. Malignant. 
How many spots do we have left? Two? Probably like none. <laughs> we I have did none? not anticipate us agreeing on like this many movies right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, we have I didn't Dune, really either. We have Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog, The Last Duel. So we got like two. We got two left. And we have the Green Knight floating up oh, there. Oh, the Green Knight it could be a solid four. So, yeah, this is tough. Okay, this is tough. Let me rattle off some ones that I would put. Okay, if if it's Dune, Green Knight, Last Duel, and Power of the Dog, my fifth would probably be. I'd probably give it to Malignant, but also in the discussion for me would be the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? And I was not paid by my fiance to say this. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. I know what's about to come. Do you? Encanto. Um, I knew you were going to say that. She, now I was talking with her. I originally said I liked Luca better, the Pixar movie. Yeah. But after I, thinking about it, I think Encanto has the edge. I agree with you. And that. out of all the animated movies, I think Encanto, if we were going to put an animated movie in there, Encanto would be the one. Because not only are the songs super catchy, mm-hmm. but it's a movie that without even having a single antagonist, all the conflict comes from the characters themselves wrestling with the idea of family mm-hmm. and like how much fidelity and loyalty does your family deserve? You made a great point the other day whenever we were talking about this and you said that there's not a villain. Yeah, there's there's no like singular villain. Like yeah. someone might argue that like the the, yeah, yeah. the matriarch, but I don't think that's necessarily true. There's no like Disney mustache twirling villain. Yeah. And it's a movie about like f- familial trauma and it's about how families that put so much emphasis on we have to look a certain way to the community as a family and how that creates physical and metaphorical cracks within the foundation of your home. Yeah. And I think for a Disney movie that is always like propping up families was so gutsy to make a movie to go, you know what? Obsession with making your family look perfect isn't necessarily a great thing. And it can really marginalize certain family members. Yeah. And I thought that was such a gutsy thing to put in a family movie. Yeah. And I, they executed it really well. Yeah. That's for you, Anna. I I agree that it was really, really good. Uh I enjoyed I enjoyed it and I uh I think that you hit the nail on the head, man. I don't know if it's top five. I don't know if it's in the top yeah. five. I don't know. I don't know if it's and in the top five. If I say it's not in the top five, and I just lost all the credit I got. Can't we do documentaries as well? Or is this just... We can. Any of them. But here's the deal, though. We haven't seen very many of the same documentaries. No. The I one say, I would put is in and of itself. I don't know if you saw that. I... Oh, that Dude. came out in 2021? Yeah. It's in, in the list. In it's and in. Of, you watch it? It's yeah. in. It's in. in I forgot itself, that came out 2021, dude. For those who haven't seen it, one, directed by Frank Oz... Didn't, didn't get nearly the love that it should have gotten, no. I don't think. Yeah. Directed by... I thought that came out 2020. No, it came out like right. Well, I think it had a small release in 2020, but it went on Hulu, I think, in 2021. Yeah. So, you know, it might be a 2020. You know what? I don't even care. I don't even care. I don't care because even if, like, it was that good to where if two people hear this and go, I'm going to go watch in and of itself, it's yeah. worth it because that movie was, that was great, man. Yeah. That was great. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's direct. It's a it's a live one man show that was filmed and directed by Frank Oz from the Muppets, the person who did the voice in the the Muppetry puppetry of Yoda, mm-hmm. legendary Frank Oz. The one man show is Derek Delgadio. He's a magician, but it's not necessarily a magic performance. There is some sleight of hand and magic involved. But it's a one-man show about, like, the nature of identity. Well, and all of that is in service of the story. Yeah. It, none of it's frivolous, like, no. showy. Yeah, all of that stuff that he yeah. does is all in service of the story yeah, that he's telling. Yeah, all the sleight of hand he does is there to for a thematic purpose of what he's saying about identity. And it's... Yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but he mixes parables and sleight of hand and personal storytelling... And crowd work, the way he interacts with the crowd, yeah, 
all about how we identify with ourselves and what we, what in our lives we use to like define ourselves with. Yeah. In the end hits you like a train, uh, uh, a book of Boba Fett space train. It just hits you head on. Well, and the thing that really stuck out to me is that it came out at a time when maybe we were feeling the most cynical Mm. and it comes in and at the beginning of it, you're kind of rolling your eyes because it's so sincere. Oh yeah. And like, if you just stick with it, like it is so sincere that by the end, like you'll, you'll realize like no one's trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Yeah. Like they're not trying to mess with you. Like they're being completely 100% sincere and it's, it's a really, really beautiful film. It's it's something else. I think every person should watch it. Yeah. Um, Oh, we got to, we got to touch feet here. Look at that. Wow. That's nice. Dude, your boots are huge. Thanks man. Those things are ginormous. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm distracted. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So does that, is that five? We got. We got Dune, The Last Duel, in and of itself, Power of the Dog. Oh, would that push the Green Knight out if we put in and of itself? Dune, The Last Duel, Power of the Dog, in and of itself. Oh, and then the Green Knight. Yeah, we want to go with Green Knight. Okay, so that's the question. The question is, does the final spot go to the Green Knight? No time to die. (laughs) Malignant. No Time to Die, The Suicide Squad, or Encanto, though I think you said it wouldn't be your final. I don't think you're going to agree to this, but I just want to make a case for it, okay? Okay, go ahead. Old? You know what? I was thinking about it, though. Here's the thing with old. Look. Go ahead. If you come in here making M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) jokes. He's defending before anything's even happened. If you come in here... To my space, not my space profile, but to my little space on the professional appreciators community, acting like it's 2006 and you can make fun of M. Night Shyamalan, get out of here. Get out of here. No working director right now is pushing cinema as a visual medium more than M. Night Shyamalan and taking huge swings. He's betting on himself. He's funding his own freaking movies. Andrew. Yeah. You're, you're safe. I'm safe. Okay. You don't have to. It's okay. Okay. Here's my thing about old. Okay. Yeah. I think it's one of the most visually interesting movies of 2021. Mm-hmm. The way he is framing his characters on the margins of the frame, he's constantly moving the camera like past the characters as they're speaking and then coming back almost like, like a, a tide coming in and out of the ocean yeah. or across the beach. And all to service this idea about how time is elusive to human beings and how Mm -hmm. time moves past us and treats humans indifferently because time is so much bigger than us. Yeah. And how he uses the camera to mirror that. Look, this story is a little... He quite literally puts us in the background of the shot because time isn't concerned with us. He has some really interesting compositions, but I think the premise, while like outlandish, he utilizes the premise to its fullest extent yeah um i think there's a lot of great setup and payoff um and it's entertaining it can't be understated either that it's very funny it's very funny it's a very funny movie it's very like it takes on very serious subject matter at times yeah but it's very funny like there's some extremely funny moments in that movie but there's also some touching moments okay like yeah a movie where you are, what did they determine? Like you're aging like seven years in like a minute or something? Uh, like every hour. Or I like think. every hour. You're, you, so yeah. like regardless, in a movie where you're on this beach and you're aging that fast, that quick, like that sh- in that short amount of time. Yeah. And, the, and the two characters, while everyone else has died, decides to spend those precious moments just building a sandcastle mm-hmm. because it brings them joy. Like that hit me. Yeah. It's like, here's these two siblings. Yeah. 
time is slipping away. They're already like in their middle age. They lost everyone and they decide to use like precious moments to build a sand First, castle. Let's build a sand castle. Yeah. Yeah. I was like that I mean that's Well, and yeah. I think I think there were some great movies that came out this year just with that theme in mind of just mm -hmm. like what is really important to us. Right. And what are we making more important that we shouldn't hold in such high regard, like what people think of us, mm -hmm. how much money we have, like our endeavors, what we're chasing, all of that stuff. And, and you know, and I think that there were some great movies that came out about that, that yeah. the message was like us being like together. That's what yeah. is, is really important. And that's what, um, I don't like, that's what we should I don't like on. family movies. I like movies about family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, well, I think we almost have our top five, but yeah. before we settle on it, I want to throw out some honorable mentions. What about Don't Look Up? Real How quick. about that for the top five? Bottom five? <laughs> Bottom five? I know I'm not okay. getting that in there. I, that's why I haven't even brought it up. I want to throw in some other movies that I loved. It's They're not going to make it, but I just want to give them some recognition, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be the funniest movie you of were 2021. Telling me about that, yeah. that movie killed me. Uh, we talked about it briefly in another episode, The Harder They Fall. Mm -hmm. uh, I really liked The Night House. I don't know if you saw that. I think I missed that one. I'm not sure. I don't think I saw that one. That was Night really House. The Night House. Um, oh, did you watch Bad Trip? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the Eric yeah. Andre. Yeah. That was really funny. That was a good movie. That was, that good. that was a really, really, really nice kind of surprise yeah. in the middle of the year. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, that was good. I just watched uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut, The Lost mm -hmm. Daughter. I've heard that that's really good. That was pretty good. That was pretty solid. Yeah, I've heard that's good. Um, I enjoyed The French Dispatch. I kind of want to watch it again to really get a better grip on it, but yeah. that was pretty good. Um, what else? Uh, I think that, that was it for honorable mentions. Oh, The Card Counter. That was really good. Mm -hmm. But... Okay, so do you think you have an idea what that final spot will be? Oh, I'm going back and forth. I, I think that... So, Dune, The Last Duel, Power of the Dog, in and of itself. Yeah. I was going to suggest... I would I would put The Green Knight. I, I think that's probably where we're going to end up. Yeah. I was going to suggest whenever we were talking about documentaries, 14 Peaks. Too many peaks. <laughs> I really liked 14 peaks, but I know you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. So uh, I don't know if you plan on seeing it. Maybe do, if do you plan on seeing it? No. <laughs> you should you see know, it. You I'll should watch it. it. You're, you're recommending it. I, I will I'll check should, it out. You should watch Where's it. Where's it on? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Very easily accessible. Easy okay. to watch. Not very long. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed it. It's good. Um... I think ultimately I know I know where my heart is yeah I personally like I have to have the green knight on my top five because it's literally like my second favorite film of the year and I made a whole like 17 minute breakdown on it you know so. what I'm thinking and I think it's got to be the green knight yeah. I don't think there's any way we can ha not have it on the list I think okay. it's got to be the Green Knight. Another honorable mention, though, that I watched the other yeah. day, the Tinder Bar. Oh yeah, yeah, I need to check that out. I really enjoyed that, and it's not top five, but it had a really distinct, interesting look, and mm -hmm. it was it was a really fun movie. It was very heartwarming. It was it was really just yeah. like if you're at home chilling, like straight chilling, chilling. and you just want to watch a movie that's like. Let Ben Affleck kind of serve warm you your drink. heart and just yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. You should, it's good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, so we got it. We got our tight. We got our tight five. <laughs> we got a tight five. Yeah, we got a tight five with the top five. Yeah, how are we going to structure this? What should come in at number five? Oh my gosh, you have so many hard questions. We'll um, do the hard, hard questions podcast. Hard questions podcast. I think. I would put Power of the Dog at number five. I don't know if I would put it at number five, okay. Andrew. What 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 deserves the number five spot? 
The Last Duel isn't number five. No, The Last Duel is not number five. Are you kidding me? Um, That's got a three written all over it. <laughs> that's Dude, a three I was, spot. I was thinking that's a, three. It's a three spot, that's man. A three. Um, okay. Um, number five. Man, there's so many. It's so hard to rank one last because there are so many good ones. I can't rank in and of itself five. I can't don't do that at number five. Don't make me put the Green Knight number five. Don't make me put. Don't make. Don't make me do it. Okay. Now remember, this is like, this is the official list. The official list. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 We're the deciding official. for all people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're deciding for them. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh. Let's do let's do power of the dog at five. I'm fine okay. with that. It's power still of the dog it's at five. still you know the fifth best. We could we could in dive into it, but we we released a whole video on it, so we yeah. don't have to really break it down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would put okay. I would put power of the dog at five. Mm-hmm. Number four, I would put in and of itself. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that, but in, in and of itself, itself can't be five. It okay. couldn't be it five. It can't be five. It's not fair. But four. I'll con- okay. Yeah. But I, it couldn't be five. For the brick ending up on the sidewalk across the street alone. Yeah. Makes it a top four. It'll make sense after you watch yeah. it. Yeah. It'll make sense. <laughs> it'll make sense. And number three, we've already decided. Number three is the last, the last duel. last duel. Oh, you know what? We did not ever get to record our last duel convo. No, we didn't because our uh, equipment battery died halfway through. Okay. So we deserve to give the people... A little... A defense of t- as to why The Last Duel is a top three movie. Yeah. Well, like we like we were talking about before, much to our confusion, and I think Ridley Scott's confusion as well, it seems like in that interview that he mm-hmm. released, like, I don't know why it didn't get more love, um, because I actually thought it was a really smart movie. I thought that they told... They... I think it would have been easy to get lost in the way that all of these movies have been done in the past. Mm -hmm. And they didn't play to that. They told the story in kind of a different way. They switched up the perspectives and told it by each perspective of, of the person that was involved. And I thought that it kept it really, really interesting the entire movie because it was a long movie, but also just played to that idea that like, we have three vastly different perspectives, yeah. which I think is a huge... Sometimes vastly, sometimes subtly. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um, In the review we never released because we ran out of battery. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, the amount of reviews we've tried to record that post-podcast, <laughs> like after a podcast recording, that have been cut short because Evan can't get his battery situ- situation Yo. straight. Wow. Is, it's uh, it's sad. It's tragic. Not only are you going to give me the the heavy eye roll <laughs> on the music comment, but you're going to call me out Come for on. my batteries think about, too? Think about what you said about musicals in an objective way and, and tell me it wasn't a little pretentious. Andrew, tell me you haven't said something pretentious on this podcast. I have. <laughs> I have. And it, it deserved an uh, uh, eye roll. But... It's, it's strike one, all right? <laughs> okay. You've okay. already got like... You're out, you've been out for a while. That's true. That's so, true. the amount of pretentious things I've said in my life is sad. It's yeah. humiliating. Yeah, give me one, okay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jeez. in the first episode of this podcast, I like waxed poetic about how like f- reviewing films is a dialogue. Yeah, you definitely and did. That was rough. That's where we lost everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, no, okay. So the last duel. Um, when I first started watching it, I remember thinking they are like the pacing of this is weird because I didn't realize that you're, I knew the movie was going to cut between like people's point of view and you're going to see, but I thought that was going to involve like one specific scene, not the whole movie. Yeah. So the movie started out. I'm like, wow, they're like going really fast. And like they already Adam driver and Matt Damon went from friends to like enemies within like two minutes. And it was like really confusing. But then once you start to go back again and you see the same events, from Adam Driver's perspective, it was like, oh, that's why it moved fast. Yeah. Because we're going to have this happen again. Once it was all said and done, I really liked how the point of the point of views wasn't all truth is subjective because yes, there is a way to make a movie where that's the point. But I thought this movie was saying something more specific, which is 
Look at how men specifically warp events to feed their myopic kind of self-interested viewpoint. Yeah. And how like when you look at Matt yeah. Damon and Adam Driver's character, they take the same events and they warp it to to comfort their own ego. Yeah. And I thought that was fascinating. And the movie makes a definitive statement on what was the truth. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that here you have a woman who in that time was so, um, you know, objectified, but also like marginalized that yeah. she's the only one who sees the system for what it really is because mm -hmm. she's the one who's actually being affected by it. Yeah. And she has no way to even try and warp things her own way because there's no, like there's no way she can get it her own way. Yeah. And I just thought it was so fascinating to see how like these two guys are having a pissing contest and they really don't care about her fate. Yeah. They just care about their image. Yeah. yeah. And it's just fascinating how that happens in drastic ways, but also in like really subtle, minute ways, how their stories um, differ. Yeah. Also, I mean, the big duel scene <sighs> that the movie is named after. Really great scene. It was but I thought, yeah, one of the best parts about it was they did not make it cool. They did not make it no. like it was brutal. And yeah. they showed it. You like, like need a shower afterwards. You're like, basically oh. it was like it, it, the way that it was done made it feel like, you know, everyone's going to feel like this was the honorable thing to do. Everyone's going to yeah. say that like this was the way for you to clear your name, but like. There's nothing honorable about this. Like, yeah, there it's, it's nasty. Like it's, it's, um, it's brutal. Like, and it's, you know, yeah. one person killing another. So it's, well, it's like, uh, I thought that that, that scene, they showed the brutality of it, which I think was good. And, and, um, and I mean, it was really beautifully shot so yeah. it was interesting the whole well, time but my boy ridley does something really cool where the movie opens on like the setup of the duel and yeah. it's filmed like in this really grand I, I don't know if operatic is the right way but it's really grand like every little thing you see seems like it carries so much weight and it looks epic epic's the word I'm looking there you for. go yeah and you're like oh i can't wait till we get to that yeah and then by like teasing you with like that epic setup when it comes back around and you've seen the story, you've seen how marginalized this woman's become when it gets to the duel and you see how this whole thing is just a petty pissing contest, putting this woman's life at stake and you yeah. see how pathetic the duel actually is. I mean, it looks, it's shot really well. It's, you know, played out in an interesting way, but it's not like, it's not indulgent. Yeah. You know, and so like when you watch it and you're like, oh, I feel gross. It's like, oh, he really got me with that setup. Yeah. And I feel like it's um, it just speaks to that idea of like, I mean, we do this so much in our lives where it's like we hear a story that's tragic or, you know, something happens and, you know, it doesn't affect us. So like we don't care much about mm -hmm. it. It's, and it's because we don't have the perspective of knowing the people or knowing the story very yeah. much. And so it's like at the beginning of the movie, we see a duel that's about to happen. And we're like, whoa, cool. Like yeah. a cool fight scene, like a cool duel. Mm -hmm. And you get all the way through the movie and you have all that perspective finally of the different characters and like, just like, especially Jodie Comer's character and what she's been through and kind of, I don't know. I felt like her perspective may have been a little bit more truthful, you know, or a lot more truthful, yeah. but you know, you have that added perspective and you see that that battle isn't cool. It's not like showy. It's not like necessarily something to be proud of. I guess it's kind of at the end of the day, just brutal and you know, yeah. Yeah, real quick. It's just so sad how for both Matt Damon and Adam Driver's characters, um, their concern had nothing to do with her well-being. Yeah. Um, it was all about their own image. You know, Matt Damon wants to make sure everyone knows he's not, you know, a guy whose wife would rather have another man. Yeah. Like, it's all about his honor. And even Adam Driver 
he framed it as this, oh, we're two, we're two lovers with this unrequited love and we right. just have to get it out of our system. And even, even though he's painted this as he loves her. And the different perspectives too. One thing I loved about the movie was there were just some amazing details. Yeah. Like we were talking about in the different perspectives, you see the same thing happen, um, you know, two times or three times, but they'll t change subtle little details, even if it's just like how they said one thing. It's yep. like they say it with a different yeah. inflection or like the shoes is a great yeah. example of that. Um, in the one scene, uh, yeah. or there's the scene where Matt Damon and Jody Comer, they go to see Adam driver, um, outside at that, like little right. get together and yeah, Matt yeah. Damon and Adam driver have that little, like, um, kind of like patching things up. Yeah. And Matt Damon and Jody Comer are dancing and Jody Comer like acknowledges Adam driver in the distance. And from his point of view, mm. she was like like giving him like a flirtatious look right whereas from her yeah. point of view she was just like talking to matt damon pointing at him and like kind of like going like oh isn't that guy kind of full of himself or right. something like she yeah. was just pointing at him right 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 yeah. yeah but anyway it's just a really interesting look about how societies value image more than truth mm -hmm. and uh it was just executed really well yeah and there are, i mean we're just kind of scratching the surface yeah. of it because there's a lot of layers that involve just kind of like I, I one of the most fascinating parts of the movie was just their belief that God wouldn't allow someone who's lying oh, yeah. to lose the duel, which I thought was one of the most fascinating parts of the film Yeah, is just kind of how they, they mess around with that idea of back then God wouldn't allow someone that was not telling the truth yeah. to live through a duel. So therefore, if you win the duel, Ugh. you were telling the truth the whole yeah. time. How the system's and, like rigged, like, well, with, uh, they were saying how a woman can only get pregnant if she enjoys sex. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so if Jodie Comer got pregnant, um, then therefore it wasn't rape because she would yeah. have enjoyed it. It's, it's like, yeah, it's the just system's rigged. Ri yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I thought I thought there was a lot to that movie, and I was just I've just been surprised that it hasn't gotten as much um, traction as I thought it deserved. Yeah, I agree. If you haven't seen it yet, I uh, definitely recommend. Yeah, it's really going good. Out. Some super, really, really tough scenes in there. Tough yeah, scenes to watch. Is. Battle scenes and just uh, just different scenes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, you go in prepared. Be, but you should be warned. There is a very graphic scene yeah um that's tough depending on your background you know you should be warned going before you watch a movie with that kind of yeah that really kind of scene in it really difficult scene to watch but um, uh overall i think speaks to that um that kind of toxicity of you know how we view ourselves and and what's important to us and kind of the lack of humanity especially in that era yeah. So, yeah. Well, number two would be the Green Knight then. Yeah. Yep. That would leave number two. I'm totally fine with that. I yeah. don't want to spend too much time on it because I'd rather just direct you to my 17-minute video essay where I break down the themes and the message of the film. Yeah. But for me, I think it's a really, really interesting, kind of it's a coming-of-age story. It's about a about a young yeah, aspiring knight who uh, is more obsessed with the glory and fame of knighthood than the actual, as his lover Essel puts it, yeah. you know, you're more obsessed with glory than you are with goodness. Yeah. And it's about a young man learning that there's more to life than just having songs written about you and being famous and having paintings made and there's stories to tell there's the actual hard work of being a good person yeah. and honestly it's really when i dug into the film it's it's a movie about how every person needs to face the idea of the inevitability of death mm -hmm. and how confronting your own death actually humbles you yeah and the key to being a person pursuing goodness is accepting the fact that you will die one day and glory and fame will die with you. Mm -hmm. 
And can you face death with nothing but the purity of your own heart? Yeah. And I, I found it visually and thematically a really interesting film. Yeah. I think especially the ending and I guess I don't want to say too much because I don't want to, I guess, spoil it if somebody wants to watch yeah, exactly it. exactly how it ends. But, um, I mean, the ending, I think, just says a lot about that, like, it, it, it asks you to sort out those priorities of, like, what's important to you. Is it important to you to have a long life that maybe you're sacrificing your goodness for? Yeah a long kind of like legendary air quotes life that may be a lie or that you may harbor some like resentment towards yourself uh, with, or would you rather die with goodness in your heart? And uh, I think that that's a, that's a huge swing for a movie to take. (laughs) Just that, you know, asking the audience to go along with that. But I, I think, I mean, I said earlier, the green knight it does not insult you at all yeah by assuming that you're like it's it doesn't sit around explaining every little thing like mm-hmm. it it kind of put for lack of a better term it kind of puts you to work yeah where it's like okay like you have to you have to follow along with yeah. these themes and like go yeah. with with what we're what we're trying to say and and get all, get along with the story and really really take in the visuals that they're giving you and um, and you were talking about with old that M Night Shyamalan is doing a lot in the area of like visual storytelling. Yeah. But I I think the Green Knight does that a yeah. lot. Where there are there are a lot of uh, there are big spans of time where there's not a whole lot of dialogue and they're just using visuals to tell the story. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, really beautiful visuals. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh don't go in thinking it's like this medieval adventure film it's more of an internal adventure and a character study of this young wannabe knight becoming a man of legend and what that means and glory versus goodness and so the the ambiguity of the ending really forces you to think and contemplate and so yeah it's a movie that if you're gonna watch it make sure you have some time to kind of digest it honestly yeah don't watch it late at night yeah don't don't watch it really late at night yeah um Unless you're an insomniac and nothing's going to put you to sleep. Um, Okay, so let's bring this home with our number one, Dune Dune, Baby. baby. Um, Again, we have a 40-minute video breaking down Dune. Yeah. So I don't want to dive too deep into Dune, but I want to ask you, why is Dune worthy of being our number one film of 2021? I think that... um it is one of the rare movies that is made by one of the rare filmmakers and i think i think denis does this i think christopher nolan does this it's they have this ability to couple huge ideas and worlds mm-hmm. and just but like giant budgets and just like these giant giant butts <laughs> giant just just these giant butts. just these giant blockbusters of movies with this really mm-hmm. tender like human story and they bring it down to earth and they make it palatable and digestible yeah. and it's this huge world and it's this this crazy thing with all these huge stars in it and everything mm-hmm. but he somehow is able to kind of bring it all down to earth and make it to where you can digest it and and be moved yeah. And also, you know, be able to see it and have it be all the things that you want a giant blockbuster to be and all the things that you want kind of a a tender hearted yeah. kind of human story to be. And I think those things coupled together make it a great movie. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was just beautifully made like mm-hmm. and the story was just told very thoughtfully and patiently and it paced itself. It didn't rush anything. And 
and they kind of, at the end of the day, they kind of gambled on themselves too with this. And I think it's going to pay off in a huge way. And I just, I love all those things about that. Yeah. For me, when I think about like 2021 being like the return to the movie theater, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a better movie from this past year that really cements that idea of Mm -hmm. when I was in the, uh, the Dolby theater watching Dune on the IMAX screen, I was just in awe. Like it's a movie meant to elicit awe from you Yeah, and how like it's shot on location with, well, I mean, not literal on location, you know, on a on the planet, planet. (laughs) but you know, like in the desert yeah, with an IMAX camera, Mm -hmm. Denis fully utilizes the IMAX frame yeah, and is constantly using scale in his favor to like show the story about like how to wield power. And it's about two different families and how they use power differently Mm -hmm. and about, you know, control, like literally controlling a planet and bending a planet into your will. So these, all these ecological ideas, there's these political ideas and, um, they put those big ideas in this big frame. And it just was like, I was just reminded of how much I love the movie theater while watching Dune. And so it's like, yeah, of course it's the best movie for from top to bottom, man. The acting was amazing. The storytelling, the visuals, the locations, the music, just like, yeah, it was just a really, really solid, solid film that I enjoyed so much and definitely could have gone to see it in the theater and then come right home and watch it get on HBO Max like immediately. Yeah. So I hope it gets back on the HBO Max sometime yeah, soon. Me too. Because I've been itching to watch it again. Yeah, me too. I might just have to buy the Blu-ray. Honestly. Might as well. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. No. Well, that was uh that was 2021. That was our top five. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean it was just a year full of really great movies. And I feel like we still have so many to go from 2021. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, not to say that this top five is the and all be all top five, no, it is. but it's our, <laughs> it's, it's our top five at the yeah, moment, you know? So yeah, again, yeah. there, there are still so many movies we didn't get to see licorice pizza. We live in the Midwest. That's not out yet. Yeah. I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to check out Spielberg's West side story. I really wanted to, um, I'm probably forgetting. Oh, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this, but there's this, uh, foreign film called drive my car mm-hmm. that looks really good. I really wanted to see that. Yeah. There are. I was looking and there just there are quite a few yeah. movies that have been rated really highly as some of the best movies of 2021 that are just smaller yeah. indie films that I just haven't gotten around to seeing yet mm-hmm. and yeah I, there's just a lot to be seen also still there are still huge movies that you know you haven't seen on like you know very accessible streaming yeah. services yeah like what like <laughs> Tick, tick, boom. Like uh, 14 Peaks. 14 Peaks. We haven't watched The Rescue. Oh. Okay. That's uh, that, that's the documentary made by the guy who directed uh, uh, Free Solo. Mm-hmm. It's the same guy, but it's about the Chilean miners oh, that rescued oh, the kids from the mine. that's right. And it's on Disney+. Plus. It's yeah. It's got like really high ratings. It's supposed to be super good. So I've yeah. kind of been excited to go and watch that because I like that that guy. Jimmy yeah. Chen, I think is his name. Well, I think soon, either as a main topic or just like an aside, we should look forward into this year and kind of map out what movies we're most looking forward to. Yeah. And uh, don't worry, I've already made a list. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm checking it twice. (laughs) All right. Uh, For those of you watching on YouTube, you may have noticed there was an obvious cut about like 10 to 12 minutes ago. It probably wasn't that obvious. Um, Depending on how well I edit this. You jinxed us, man. Um, Yeah. uh, The battery died (laughs) mid-discussion on the last duel. And we had to wait. Which is exactly exactly what happened to us a week ago. We were were, filming about the last duel. And the battery died and we chalked it. We the were universe like, Let's does just not go. want us talking about this movie. No, it doesn't. Maybe it's for the best. I, I don't mean, know. The maybe maybe you won't even see our discussion. Yeah. Maybe Andrew has to cut it just because. Yeah, there's some kind of weird glitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, the universe didn't want it to succeed at the box office. It didn't <laughs> yeah. want us to review it. it. Didn't want us to talk but about it. But we had to wait an hour while the battery recharged. Yeah. To uh, right. come back. So that's how professional we are. Yeah. We got interrupted by Evan's lousy battery uh-huh. on his cannon. Yep. And then we went back home, watched yep. 
the end of the college football championship game. It kind of worked out that way. It kind of yeah. did, yeah. yeah. And we came back because we care about you, 20 people who listen to this podcast. Exactly. Uh, but uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, just a quick reminder, you can watch the full video on YouTube whenever you want. I think we're going to switch to just doing shortened segments on the video side on YouTube. Yeah. But uh, we're just experimenting. Yeah. Let us know if uh, you hate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My favorite every once in a while uh, on any of the YouTube videos, not just our podcast, every once in yeah. a while I'll get a comment yeah. on like a video essay I wrote. And it's just someone going, what was that? And yeah. I, I just, I love those comments because, That's good. because I just want to go, insightful. it's a YouTube video. What it's do you insightful, think it was? you know, it's constructive, I would say. Yeah. Is the I mean, word. I would so much rather you point out something specific you hated, even if I disagree, other than just saying, what was that? Like, what kind of question is that? Of course, you know what it was. <laughs> what if it's genuine? What if it's genuinely someone like yeah. discovering the Internet for the first time? <laughs> it's possible. What, to, what is this? <laughs> it's possible to do a video essay. <laughs> and um, it's like, but it. It's the first thing they've seen on the internet, so they don't know it can oh. be used for like other things. So can they're you, just like, "What? Like, why is this the thing that I'm seeing first? There's so many things going on in the world yeah. that this medium could be used for." How would you accidentally stumble upon as your first thing on the internet? You wouldn't being in a video essay on like Punch Drunk Love or yeah. Uh, hey man, strange things have happened. That's the That's beautiful true. thing about the internet. That's true. Well. We look forward to 2022 being the first full year yeah. of the professional appreciators. Next year around this time, we might be out of ideas. <laughs> Hopefully we will We're be celebrating the first full year. Yeah. As long as nothing uh, awful happens to us between now yeah. and then. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where this podcast goes in 2022. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe will Michael Mann release a film? Probably not. Probably not. But uh, I Google if he that. Did, I Google that every week. <laughs> Michael Mann new film. <laughs> yeah, there should just be like a Twitter account that just counts down to like his next film. Yeah, actually, do I? I do think he's working on something. Yeah, I can't remember what because I, I did recently. Say, I want to say he's working on a television show. Yeah, I did recently Google Michael Mann new film. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll keep you up to date on that in 2020, uh, 2020. Oh, see, I said it was the year of study, stuttering, so I'm proving it right. And then you just oh. stuttered saying oh, stuttering. Hey, man. We you deserved it after that eye roll we, from earlier. We should have ended over an hour ago. Yeah, you deserved so, it. This, I'm, this is too late for me. Yeah, Andrew's going to fall asleep as soon as he. Uh, yeah. we turn the camera off. He's as just soon as I get right back here. Yeah, well, uh, that was 2021. Here's to another year. See you later. That was a little too genuine. <laughs> Cheers to another year, guys. Oh, 2021 was just so great. Guys, let's leave 2021 in the past and look forward to new beginnings in yeah. January. Get on that. Yeah. Get on your grind and and get and eat that that diet that you're gonna change yeah, to for I love two weeks diets. and then switch back to Wendy's every day for lunch. Yeah, and because it's the closest thing to your work. Let's hope in 2022 there's less musical movies and more movies, movies about, about music. music. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I like. <laughs>